Plump Goops podcast. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Get a load of these hot takes at high stakes. Welcome back, everybody. This is the second installment in the three-episode series in which we recap the most iconic takes this podcast has ever seen. First on our list, we have Corey's most iconic take. The second iconic take from this episode, here's a little hot take about living on the high seas. Corey, what's your take? Glad we got that out of the way. Those big things are seeds. I think countries should exist like why aren't there countries in the ocean (laughs) they we should have been able to develop as a society to move past land and just be in the ocean giant like basically giant talking about man exist on the ocean like Mm. like just the one frontier we have not colonized So, riddle me this. The U.S., yeah. right, is just, sure. you only know it as its land. What if, like, Hawaii yeah. seceded, and then instead of just having its islands, they are, their new country expands, like, a lot of the ocean. And they just, like, expand from their islands and just make a super, like, island in the ocean and that's like their country we should expand from the land and invade on Mm. top of the ocean i mean haven't you heard of trash island well yeah so yeah that'd be a good youtube video living on trash island for 24 hours (laughs) (laughs) oh that's yeah wait so Corey, you're saying that we should live on the ocean yeah Hmm. Or like, we should have countries in the ocean, and like pirates could just run it. What do you mean pirates could just run it? What does that mean? <laughs> like a like pirate Somalian society? Pirates? Oh, sure. Like lawless is what you're saying. But it doesn't have to be lawless. What makes a pirate a pirate? Well, like all their supplies are just like stolen from corporation barges. Oh, okay. But since it's international waters, there's no, it's lawless. So are you saying that they should be a country or it should stay international waters and we should just have pirate communities in the ocean? Well, the country isn't bound, is only bound by the laws of that country. Mm. So if the country's (laughs) law was like anything stolen from a corporate barge, is yeah. rightfully ours. I wonder what the deal is with like international waters. Like, can you just claim some space? You're asking me. Yeah, I am. <laughs> well, you know, I don't know the answer to that. I don't know all the answers to everything. Right. But I'm saying that would also be a good YouTube video. We started our own country. Yeah. And you're saying we just rob the ships that, that sail by? <laughs> Only car- corporate barges. <laughs> Only corporate barges? Yeah. What about like cruise ships? Well, it's a corporation, basically. We and could steal off the members. 
steal right. their <laughs> and be like you're citizens of our country <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay i just feel like there the should land? be an ocean country how do you create the land like what do you live on or is it just a bunch of boats a bunch of boats i like that better how do you get the gas Siphon from the Interesting. Interesting. Plus, um, no one's gonna wanna pass you because they're like, oh no, we're gonna get <laughs> they're gonna get siphoned. <laughs> so, right, so but people are like gonna wanna easily give be you bled stuff. dry. <laughs> <laughs> like people can just they circumvent just... your country. Like it's gonna it's gonna go well for a little bit until people realize, oh, we're gonna get siphoned if we go through this country. Let's just go around and then we would die. But that would cost money. So then you can make deals mm. and then you'd be like, here, <laughs> give us some <laughs> Fresh water, and we'll let you we'll let you come through we'll our let country. You go. Right, like the country could be really skinny and narrow, <laughs> really really cuts, skinny and long. Yeah, it just cuts. It's like Chile, but in the sea, so it just cuts right. the Atlantic Ocean in half. Right, our country, our country is literally one bit like one big circle, thin circle around <laughs> yes. America that anyone who wants to pass through has to pay us. Yeah, basically. Or else we siphon their gas. <laughs> you, you got two options. You had three options, actually. Get, siphon, get siphoned. <laughs> Give us free shit. Or go to war. And no one wants to go to war against the ocean country because, you know, they're the ocean right. country. And I, I think a lot of ocean. <laughs> I think a lot of countries already have ocean battle pretty figured out. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to perfect it. Because we're the ocean country. Right, how do you figure? How are we going to figure that out? Well, think about it. How are they going to fight us? If see, I'm imagining that... I mean, we're, we're pretty spread ring. thin if we're one thin <laughs> circle around. Yeah, so maybe Dante. they blow a hole 25 miles. Okay? Sure. We can easily recover. <laughs> <laughs> like a starfish. Like a starfish yeah, like growing a... a new limb. We recover. Yeah. You know, in the movie um, Guardians Water of the Galaxy World? 2, oh. with all the little ships, like, protecting the planet or something. The Ravagers? Oh, uh, wait, really. the golden ships? Yeah. Or, they well, they made, like, a star thing or wall. Oh, yeah, ships. yeah, 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 yeah. It'll be like yeah, that. having to yeah, that's possible. That's possible with, with his current technology. Yes, that's possible. Yes. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be in the air. It would just be boats. Just a lot of boats. <laughs> uh, I think what we do is we we study the genetics of the starfish for years, and we figure out how to like harness it to create regenerating ships. Yeah, that run on plankton. We don't even need your gas. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly right. Okay. I, I don't feel like that's more outlandish than Guardians of the Galaxy. But <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. It's, it's just the concept of you just create a wall with boats. It doesn't have oh. to have the same technology. Think about it. Even <laughs> okay. if you lob a nuke in the ocean. Lob a nuke. 
can run away or like even borderline recover. I mean, there'll be a big wave, but we're just gonna ride it, you know? Yeah, we'll ride the wave. Um, it'll probably kill our food supply for like years to come. <laughs> yeah, but who says Radiation we even poisoning. are going to war? No one wants to go to war. And plus, they launch a nuke. We launch a nuke. We already siphon half. Oh, we the have nukes, nukes out of there. <laughs> we siphon so much nuclear energy. Yeah. Huh. So thoughts? You know, like, I, yeah, I don't hate this. I don't hate this. I like the siphoning a lot. I'm just saying my take is that there should be an ocean country <laughs> by now. Okay. So you're just saying it's about time. <laughs> it's about time. <laughs> we have the technology. Mm. It's just a um, matter of pulling yourself up by your bootstraps and doing it. <laughs> right. I don't know. So you're saying it should be a pirate nation? Yeah, like it would be like a pirate society. People wouldn't want to mess with them, you know, because they know. Well, you okay, on. you say pirate society, and I don't think you realize like what pirate means. Well, well it's not, it, it means like stealing things. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. what he's saying. They Siphon. don't steal from each other; they steal from corporate barges. Right. Oh, right. Sorry, I wasn't listening to like the first part of you. <laughs> that okay? Yeah, that's... you missed the whole corporate barge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. What's the name of the country? Siphon Gang? No, it's just Ocean Country. <laughs> ocean Country. Yeah. Generic Ocean Country. And then there will obviously be internal <laughs> wars, and then they'll separate, and then there'll be multiple ocean countries, but one might go mm. by the name of like Southside Chicago. Wait, how did something. you say their uh, right. borders would exist? It would just be really narrow, but like, you just, yeah. But you, you just eyeball it, Tanner. Where the it's where the boats are. It's a fluid country. Yeah, just, <laughs> like just, if you just sped like the up tectonic plates, like twenty trillion times speed. Right on top of magma. Yeah, that's what it would yeah. look like. But like in the course of a day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It, it kind of just looks like if you can imagine boats on water. Okay, because so, that's what it is. Right, yeah. I don't know why we needed the tectonic like, plate. Let's be honest, we have, we have a satellite, or we have the International Space Station orbiting the fucking Earth, and we managed to Do keep that it? afloat. I don't see why we can't have <laughs> a like country a on the ocean. <laughs> yeah, uh... So, sure. what about, like... What about what? What about what? <laughs> like, more of, like, a... I think it's less of a... Why isn't there more of a yes? There isn't because of multiple reasons. <laughs> I don't know, Tanner. I don't know if you considered the corporate barge thing. Yeah, but why do you have to be on water to siphon gas from corporate barge? <laughs> no, you don't need to. But I think you could like benefit. I think there's a lot of untapped potential of making an ocean country. Okay, that's. It sounds like a large group of have you people who are really struggling to survive. Is what it sounds. Have you played the game Raft? No, but I want. Yeah, like that, but like different. (laughs) (laughs) So, the one thing just made one giant boat. No, that would work too. Like that. That would be ideal. 
Uh, Could you steal a cruise ship and just like call it a country? Well, you can live in international waters for like forever without people. Boat house, boat house. <laughs> That's gonna I be like my next idea. Twitch stream. Is just looking at boat houses. Boat houses. That's good. Yeah, Tanner, we're starting a, a Twitch phenomenon that's just apartment hunting on Twitch. Oh. Mm-hmm. And I won't watch that. <laughs> it's actually fun. It's fun. Oh, is it like HGTV, but like... Yeah. Worse. It hits that same vein. <laughs> but we were thinking about comp- like making it competitions. Like, there's one judge who comes on and he's like, all right, uh, find me a house in um, Panama City, Florida. And whoever finds like the best house in the price range, according to the judge, wins. Oh, actually, oh. that sounds fun. Yeah. Anyway, um, Corey, I uh, agree with your take. I think it sounds excellent. I would live in boat in generic ocean country. Remind me your actual take. Like, what's the? Oh, what? Hello. <laughs> Like, what's your your finalized take? There ought to be an ocean country by now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah or no? Yeah, Uh, I say. What's what's the big What's the big idea? I'd say no because of seasickness. (laughs) Ah, that's my only qualm. There'd be a lot of drama. Mean. If Gus it. from Psych can't be on it, then it's not a country for me. Right. It's not a country That's for him. Your life. <laughs> or me. <laughs> Next up, a quite infamous take from the mouth of William Houston Vaughn V. Here's a little hot take about tardiness. It's 3.13. Will said he had to leave at 3.30, so I'm going to throw it to Will now for his hot take so that he can get out of the way just in case he has to leave before we're done. My hot take. Yeah, I'm thinking of it right now. Let's see. It's better to show up late to everything. Than (laughs) early? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. Okay, can I start? Wait, let me I I just want to... Well, I want to hear 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 you elaborate. Yeah. So the thing about... Give examples. The thing about showing up late is, is for example, um, everybody's already there. Everybody already knows what's going on. And so, like, you show up and everything's already hopping, you know? You don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Crap, I showed up to marching band late. Every- oh, God, I wasn't supposed to say anything about marching band. Stop hitting the table. <laughs> also, who said you weren't yeah, supposed no to one establish that. those rules? Anyway, late every day. Okay, I want to start off with you're the reason why people show up late. The reason why nothing gets started until an hour into the event. What do you like? What do you people who show up late, like you say, it's okay to show up late, but that's be and you. The reasoning you said is because nothing happens until you show up late, and the reason that nothing happens is because everyone is showing up late. Like what? Give an example. <clears throat> I don't know. A party. It's literally. <laughs> This, this the podcast. podcast. <laughs> this podcast recording will. Start which w- which started? Yeah. May I might I add thirty minutes late. It started fifteen no, minutes late. Started Tanner, minutes. you said two fifteen. Yeah, and we started at two thirty. I thought we started at two forty five. Will showed up at two thirty, but then you guys wanted to play two more games of Smash. So <laughs> technology <laughs> inhibiting <laughs> us. Um, will would you say that it's better to show up to job interviews late? Yeah. 
<laughs> cool. Why? So, the thing about job interviews, right? You don't want to act like you're too excited about the job. That's false. You don't you don't want the job interviewee to okay. just be like, "Man, this guy's really ready to go." Like you want him to want you, right? <clears throat> so, I'm kind of following you here. I just have one stipulation, Will. Have you ever had a, a job. job with a boss that wasn't your father? Yes. What was the job? I worked at this coding company. Um, I don't know why they hired me because I didn't coding? know. Coding? C-O-D-I-N-G? Yeah. What major What language you? were you coding in? Yes. This is um, a lie. He's I worked at a coding company. It was here in South Lake. They hired me. What was their I, name? What was the name of the company? Um, It was... No, no, no. He's lying. No, I'm not lying. I okay, swear. How long ago was this? This was a couple summers ago. So you were a barely a sophomore in high school. Yeah, I was a sophomore. Did you interview for the job? I did. Were you late? Were you late to that interview? Oh. Um, <coughs> I wasn't late to the interview, right? But I was late every day showing up to work. Okay. <laughs> Is that why you no longer work for them? No, I don't I don't work for the coding company anymore because um you got fired. No, just the people there were real weird, man. I don't know. Yeah, they have showed got... up early every yeah. day. <laughs> they must have been ready, ready to, to do there their jobs. Uh, there was one guy who had horizontal teeth. Teeth were going the <laughs> that's wrong false. way. Oh yeah, you hate to <laughs> see that. Moving on from your fake job that you got one summer in high school. No, no, I had the job. I didn't know how to code, so I had to go and talk to everyone. But the problem is coders aren't the most sociable people in general. So it was difficult to... Probably because they were coding. To get them to talk. <laughs> Probably because they were working. <laughs> One guy was growing sea monkeys on his desk, ranting about Puerto Rico. He what was, was his name? Well, he was, his name was Sebastian. He was from Puerto Rico. So you remember Sebastian from Puerto Rico who grew sea monkeys, <laughs> but you don't know the name of the company who you worked for. It was Jesus. it was like Flowtrack, I think. Or the Flowtrack? It was it was an inventory company. I don't remember. Okay. Anyway, regardless, I'll look the, it up. The fact of the matter is, if you show up late, everything's already hopping, right? You don't have to worry about about other people. Like, if you show up late to to get together, you don't have to wait for other people to show up. Everybody's already there. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but that you said it's always good. So well, like always it, good. Yeah. Show right. up late to How a movie. Skip a the commercials. What about a funeral? Show up late to the funeral, you you skip the body. Ooh. <laughs> what are you talking about? Oh, tread lightly like, on this uh, subject, Will. What about a wedding? Show up late to the wedding, you're there for the best part, the reception. Okay. Oh, no. I accidentally showed up late to a wedding a, so couple, the, a couple years ago. We weren't going to make it to the wedding in time, because my entire family is just on the late thing. <laughs> What's the um, late thing? Just show <laughs> up late. That? Anyway, so we, we <laughs> is that your family motto? Show up late, shit. it's we, great. We, we couldn't quite make it to the wedding in time, so we just ate at this super super tasty restaurant, and then and then went to the reception, which is just the best part, you know. So you didn't really show up late to the wedding; you skipped the wedding and showed up late to the reception. No, we were very early for the reception. <laughs> <laughs> and might I add, it was awkward showing up early to the reception. Probably because you missed the wedding, the part where the groom and the bride get married. The I most know what a the is. ceremony, the most important part of the, the ceremony. Ar argu arguably, the after party, the reception, is better than the party. That's a time oh, for another pod. That, that's a take for another pod.
Yeah, the reception is the party, right? The reception is. He's saying that the wedding is a party. The reception is an after party. How is the (laughs) (laughs) weird? The wedding is a ceremony. It's not a party. Flow track doesn't exist. Flowtrack South Lake doesn't exist. So I mean, they're no probably lying. No, I promise you. (laughs) I forgot the name of the company, but that's so weird. Would you ever tattoo "I show up late" on your forehead? Well, that's a diff- that's an entirely different. I mean, it's I'll, it's removable. I'll I'll own up to the fact that that I'm late to things, but I'm not gonna get a, a okay, forehead say, tattoo. Say you're applying to <laughs> say you're applying to IBM because for some reason you're a coder now. You have an interview. You walk in, and a man in a suit is sitting there looking at his watch. Might I add, he has been looking since you walked in. You notice him. It's very obvious that he's looking at his watch. What do you say, I showed up late on purpose? No, I'd say, it's a very nice watch, sir. It's a nice kind of, it's a bridge. Would you apologize for being late? No. Okay. Well, I mean, have you ever tried it, Tanner? Have I tried being late? To a job interview? No. Then you don't know. And you don't know. The less I, don't I think know, any of us know. It makes them oh, yeah. want you. Right? It might just be a social construct that people are like, "Show up early to your job interviews, and you'll get a better job." That might just be like a lie that people tell us. Is that a social? <laughs> is that something that you've been told before? That's what something all of us have been told before. I've Show up early to your job interview. Never been told that. Well, because you've never interviewed for a job. I've interviewed for a job you've before. Never interviewed Which for job? A job? Is it flow, flow track? Flow track. Oh my god. Flow track doesn't exist. It's not real. It's not located in South Lake, for one thing. Also, the only flow tracks I could find were like sports companies. Mm. No inventory coding. <laughs> What is an inventory coding company? <laughs> yeah. Explain. What do they do? So so like let's Let's just say your name is George and you sell pencils, right? Yeah. And you have you have three pencils, right? You need to keep track of the pencils. They're valuable. So you go to FlowTrack and you say, hey, I need a program to keep up with these three pencils. Okay. 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 So they then whenever you sell one, you, you'd click on the program and it'd take the pencils. Now you have two pencils. Sounds like a smart thing. Yeah. I don't believe that you were ever involved in it. You probably just know what it is. No, I, I was. Did there. you buy the pencils? Will, do you know what blockchain is? I want you to go home tonight and look up what blockchain is. I want you. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> retort. No retort. <laughs> okay. I think I think we should just go around. Yeah. Um, I'll start. I disagree. I think it's good to show up past the on paper time to parties. That makes sense. Um, to job interviews doesn't make sense. To sports events sometimes makes sense. To sports games you're playing in doesn't make sense. To weddings doesn't make sense. Very disrespectful. To funerals definitely don't show up late. Um, so yeah, I just disagree on many fronts. Sometimes it's good, but that was a bad. Most of the that time. was a bad take. Yeah, I disagree as well on the same grounds as Cameron. Like some some settings it's okay. Definitely party settings, social gatherings somewhat but it's inconvenient and a little rude to the people who are waiting for you thus i would say disagree i also clearly disagree and i am telling will as a friend you gotta show up on time for a job interview (laughs) all right you got that so after after hearing you all yes i i disagree 
You disagree with you your disagree own take? You disagree with your own take? Well, you see, I showed up late to this thing, so I didn't have a take prepared. Oh! <laughs> personal anecdote coming I, in for the win. I was just trying to, you know, I didn't have a take prepared. And then whenever Cameron was like, all right, well, it's your turn. We're switching it up. I was like, oh. So, I mean, sure. I'm, I'm not going to show up late to a funeral, to a wedding maybe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> funeral no wedding maybe, maybe. <laughs> wise words the last take we're gonna show today comes from the only in-person podcast of 2021 here's david's hot take about the best meal of the day yes. okay david i'm just gonna hand the mic to you for your take so i'll tap you when i want to talk all righty roo Yes. Yeah, the so Cameron, this this debate, you're, you'll, you'll be familiar with it. This ranged all the way back to middle school sure. lunch times. Breakfast, by far, has the most superior food options. And I'm not talking. I know people don't. Not everyone wants to eat breakfast. I'm talking about just. I'm talking about flavor. I'm talking about. Even, I mean, you can have healthy breakfast. You can have good sweet breakfast. You can have easy quick breakfast. You can make an elaborate breakfast. People. Have, there's a reason schools have breakfast for lunch, and there's a people. There's a reason people make breakfast for dinner. It's because breakfast is, has the superior food. People do that. I guess people do. Everything you said could literally be a, literally be applied to any of the meals. Also, like no, people also have dinner for dinner far more often than they have breakfast. Yes, but people don't have dinner for breakfast. Like what, besides like leftover pizza, like you're not making a salad. No. And steak and eggs. That's a breakfast. I think it's because every mealtime has its place. But also, I think that people overemphasize the time that you can eat foods too much. Mark, we've talked about this on pod before, yeah, you and me together. Really I think that, or like you said earlier, you ordered a chicken parmesan. You said this on the pod. This it's isn't a, canon, though. This isn't canon, though. It is canon. You no. said it on the pod before. The chicken you, you've parm? You told that story on the pod before, yeah. God. T- tell it again. Tell it again. This is, fuck. <laughs> I don't want to. Veronica ordered a, a chicken parm sandwich for dinner, and everyone was like, that's a lunchtime food, which is ridiculous. And yeah, I don't say. What? I'd say there's definite crossover between lunch and dinner. Yeah. No, I agree. I think that dinner has so many more options. So there's a reason that there's a breakfast menu and then they take it away. And then there's just the rest of the then menu. Then there's the rest yeah. of the menu. Some places have lunch menus. Some places have dinner menus specifically. Yeah. I, I mean, that's fair. But yeah, both yeah. the lunch and the dinner menu are more expansive than the breakfast menu. I would oh, argue I about that. About I think that. the lunch menu is I would the say that breakfast can have a much more expansive menu. It just depends on the place you go. It's always just like different types of ways you can prepare eggs and different types of ways you can prepare pancakes. If you go to a steak place, it's just different types of cuts of steak. Disagree. 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 There's so many sides. There's so many appetizers. There's different sides at breakfast. There's, there's many sides at breakfast. Not as not nearly as many as dinner. Not nearly as many as dinner. But they don't taste <laughs> as good. Cap. What are, I, I think, what I are think the breakfast the, sides? What are the breakfast sides? You got sides? hash browns. You have eggs. You can get a muffin. You can get uh, English mu- or um, toast. Toast. You can get biscuit. I mean, gravy or... Cam, grits, cam. all of it, ham, all of it, fruit, all yeah. of it. I mean, I, I think, I think, I think, I think the volume argument isn't really valid. It should just be more because I said quality. a superior it flavor. Be, okay. Well, I okay. I think that the volume argument definitely is 
qualified because yeah, okay, you go to a steak place and there's only steak stuff for, for dinner, right? But then you go to, let's say a Mexican food place and the breakfast menu is gonna be the same, but the dinner menu is going to be vastly different. So there's you like there's Mexican cuisine, there's Chinese cuisine, there's Indian cuisine, there's classic American cuisine. I mean, that all cuisine. applies to breakfast. Not no, not even close to as much. Not even close. But I'm not talking about volume. <clears throat> but the the cuisine. I don't think still volume plays breakfast. into this. Wait, this yeah, there's like Indian. Right, no, and I okay, that's fair. But would you say that in those breakfasts, the volume of food? that you eat for dinner is greater than the volume yes. of food that you eat for breakfast? Yes. Yeah, but that, I mean, that still goes back. Like, I don't think volume is a good indicator. I think volume is the only indicator because otherwise it's just- Well, also like some of the sides, it's like some places will have mixed vegetables or individual vegetables listed out. And like, does that represent volume? If one dinner menu has mixed yeah, vegetables mixed or one menu has different? eight individual listed out? I think the restaurant argument shouldn't be made because there are so many different kinds of restaurants that just offer different things. I think it should be the collective body of work and the collective body of work of dinner is way larger than the collective body. Well, okay. Well, I think the four, the four of us, or at least me, Sam and Ronick have established that that's not important to my take. Well, I think like volume I think, doesn't play into quality of food. I think it's, I, it's the only way to subjective to objectively measure. If, okay. If, if people didn't want breakfast so much then why did fast food places start offering breakfast all day because people wake up late and they still want breakfast if you went to any fast food place i would guarantee that they sell way more food at dinner and lunch than they do at breakfast yeah because most people eat breakfast at home the fuck i mean sure but this is doing, like this is doing murder still, for white noise levels. Still, the rain. Still, a, a restaurant is much more likely to take away their breakfast menu than their dinner menu. That's why so many places are not o- even open for breakfast. Well, okay, here I, I I kind of agree that in terms of like looking at it objectively, that volume is a good indicator. But also, I don't think it matters. Like, if it's a good if it's a good indicator, then it makes it completely you know objective, and then there's no way to be hot. There's no, there's no way to have a hot take. I mean, also, if we're going to go volume, I said earlier that, I mean, breakfast is much more commonly eaten at all three times than, like, dinner would be eaten at breakfast. That's a fair point, too. Th- that is a fair point, but I think it's because of the weird societal standard that we have that food has to be based on a time of day, which I think is... Oh, I think bad. breakfast breaks that, doesn't it, if you're eating it at lunch and dinner? No, because people because there's some kind of weird societal standard that's like breakfast should be eaten early because it powers you up for the day but so many people just eat shitty breakfast that don't power you up for the day for instance that was a take i I know what was employed by breakfast companies like that breakfast is like the most important meal yeah that was like a lie yeah it's not that's why so many people that's why intermittent fasting is so popular now i mean that's not why but like that's a that's an indicator that intermittent fasting is so popular as an indicator. I mean, sure. Do, is you can it, still have an omelet. What? You can still have an if you don't if you think that people just eat shitty breakfast, like you can still whip up an omelet or something healthy. No, I agree that you can just whip up an omelet, but the fact that people eat absolute shit for breakfast breaks the mirage that you should have certain foods at certain times of day. 
And I think that that's just a weird societal standard that we have that's kind of perpetuated by the breakfast companies, like Sam said, that you should eat breakfast food at this time. And that's the reason why people don't eat dinner food for breakfast. Also, I feel like plenty of cultures do eat dinner food for breakfast. It's just an American thing. That we Is that, do you have proof on that? Yeah. Um, there's a big thing in like um, Latinx cultures, for instance, where they'll just take leftovers from the day before and kind of like mix it. They'll just like mix in some eggs for a little bit of protein. And then they'll eat the rest of their dinner leftovers the day after. Is that still a dinner food at that point? Or yes, 100%. Because the dinner food is most of what they're eating. They're just mixing in eggs for protein. And because of like the weird societal standard that like eggs means breakfast. I still think that the, the like the flavor you get and the volume. I mean, you can, I think there are just as many good breakfast foods as dinner foods. Even if a dinner place does Ronnie, can you put the mic to Sam, please? I just disagree. There's just... Dinner has much more variety. Yeah. Like, I think, honestly, I, I disagree, too. But I just... I think the, the, the quantity argument is kind of... Yeah. Um, I don't know why that played well, in, really, okay. truthfully. So, the, qu- the quantity argument plays in because, yes, there are a lot of good breakfast foods that I enjoy. But there are way more good dinner foods that I enjoy. And the... the the options that you have i think is absolutely a way to judge the quality of a meal but to be fair that's what makes the quality of a meal like time of like the quality of like dinner breakfast lunch not like the quality of what you're eating at the time that's what makes this take hot though is the fact that like whoa tumbleweeds right i'm I'm not i'm not saying that it's not hot that was crazy (laughs) i think it is certainly a hot take actually I think it's like it's I think if you asked polled America, I think it'd be half and half, to be honest. To be completely honest. That's pretty hot. I mean, <laughs> I, I guess That's you could say that. That's pretty fucking hot. That's the most divisive you can be. No, the most divisive you can be is having an opinion that 10 percent of people have or like like the yeah. less amount of people that have yeah. that opinion. I think the hotter it is. Right. Don't you think? Hotter doesn't In some sense, unless it's just like cold. Uh, I no, I'm not saying divisive. I'm saying unpopular. Um, I think that also like a lot of cultures don't place nearly as much emphasis on breakfast that America does. Like a lot of places just eat like bread and fruit and that's it for breakfast. I'm not saying that that's bad. It's just like, like, I think in America, the emphasis is so heavy on breakfast. I'd argue that maybe those cultures aren't aware of the vast goodness that breakfast can provide them. (laughs) The vast goodness that General Mills cereal can bring to yes, you. Yes, sir. That, cinnamon life. That, that sounds like, honestly, a mission trip that you could go on, David. Spread, spreading the good spread word. I'm spread breakfast across the globe. It'll be my oh next my blog. The Eggman. This place looks kind of The Eggman is coming. Whoa. I like this casino. Well, it's a little casino right here. I kind of like it. I'm going to gamble this take. What the? This take is worth $100. I'm going to go gamble it. Super Those trees are cool. Um, anyway, Ronick, so do you agree or disagree with the stick? I agree with the principle. I agree with the choice, the ability to choose. <laughs> do you? Uh, my take is that breakfast has the most superior food, taste wise. No, I disagree. I disagree. I'm lunch. No, I'm joking. I think I, think I, think I have to. I think I have to disagree for Sam's same point. Like, there's just a lot more variety, and sometimes, like, I'll get tired of breakfast foods. While they are very good, I can just change it up for dinner and lunch. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I, I will say that breakfast is the most frustrating meal of the day for me because I'm always like, what the fuck do I eat that's not just eggs or waffles? You know what I mean? Yeah. Or yeah. like a bagel. It's just like I bre- bre- breakfast. I mean, so it's, it's, a, it's an inflection point. It's pretty important. <laughs> it, yeah, there are a lot of times of the day that are inflection points, but there is one time of the day that is the biggest one. Um, I, I think this take. I mean, on, obviously, this take comes. I've never been a breakfast guy. Um, I've never really been excited about breakfast and that's always informed my decision on dinner. I, I just think dinner is objectively better in my, in my opinion. It's objectively better in your opinion. Yeah. I mean, people are allowed to have objective opinions, right? Is that a thing? objectively yeah. Yeah. in your opinion? One, your reality might be different than my reality. That's all I'm saying. Um, Sam, what do you think? Do you agree or disagree? Uh, I disagree because the number of breakfast foods that would make me happy eating is way smaller than the number of dinner foods that I would be happy to eat slash cook, you know? I, I will say that breakfast foods are made more into – the more the spicier you make your breakfast food, the closer to dinner it is. And that's my – that's <laughs> in, in just in just in terms of vibe, it's more dinnery. The more hot sauce you put on it. Uh, yeah. I agree with my take. <laughs> well – I think that's an important point as well that like a lot of like I, I feel like okay David would you agree or disagree with this that the point of breakfast most of the time is to have something that fuels you for the rest of the day that doesn't make you feel super heavy or like loaded going into the day do you, would you agree with that or do you see different breakfast in a different way I see it fueling me until lunch or maybe a snack before like, if I'm not able to eat a big breakfast, then I'll have a snack before lunch, but I, I see it fueling me to lunch, yes. Okay. I think that a lot of people, for instance, like, with pancakes or, like, with spicy foods or garlicky foods or really heavy foods, I think that they get away from... Obviously, breakfast means different things to different people, but from, like, the the general view of breakfast, I feel like, they get away from that. I think pancakes provide great fuel. I have them every Sunday. What? Sunday is different, though. Sunday is different than, like, like you don't necessarily need to be fueled on Sunday. No, no. That, like, I think it's fine to eat pancakes on Sunday. You're supposed to eat breakfast in the morning, especially on Sundays, because it fuels you for the entire week. <laughs> especially when you intermittent fast for yeah. uh, six days straight like me. Exactly. So not intermittent. <laughs> that one's not really super intermittent. <laughs> I intermittent. It's pretty mittent at that point. <laughs> I don't eat for 20 days out of the month, and then I, my feeding window is 10 days out of the month. You're a bear. You're absolutely a grizzly bear. Plump <laughs> <laughs> Goops Podcast.